beneath a crimson sun lie wastelands of majestic desolation and cities of cruel splendor. Here, sandal-clad heroes battle ancient sorcery and vile monsters. This is a dying planet of savagery and desperation, where life hangs by a thread. This is Athos, the world of the Dark Sun. everyone and welcome to 11 foot pole a tale of high adventure uh i am your long-suffering uh dungeon master glenn uh who will be uh doing my best to wrangle these cats through a, a grim dark adventure on the savage burning wastes of athos uh joining me is my regular band of malcontents Hey, I'm Corey. I'm playing uh, Fulgrin Dustwalker, a level five uh, Savage Barbarian of the Wastes. I'm Darren. I'm playing Zorus, a level five uh, Gladiator of the Wastelands. I'm Jason. I'm playing uh, Chaka, a uh, fifth level uh, Thrykreen Ranger of the Wasteland. There you go. JP playing Taldori on this episode of Bloody Valentine Dark Sun Campaign. <laughs> I'm Matt. I'm Durok. Okay. All right, so when we last left our uh, our band of heroes, you guys were out here on the on the savage wastelands, and uh, you had made it back to Fort Iron. Your, um, or at least that's that's what uh, outsiders call it. This is your uh, this is your home base and so <laughs> forth. Of course, we know that you guys call it Fort Wain. Um, uh, after the after the original Iron Daughter that uh, that first settled there, so um, as our adventure our adventure starts, we see this um, this fort that's kind of built into this rocky hillside, right? And it's kind of like a three tiered sort of fort thing, and all the all the buildings are are made out of rock and built into the hillside. And as we we we're gonna we're gonna blow the budget on a drone shot. And the drone is going to fly around, and um, the, the the people of Fort Wayne uh, decorate it with these banners, with these very colorful banners that are flying off of these uh, stakes and stands all around the uh, all around the village. Uh, and then the 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 drone kind of zooms around, and it comes out and shows. Uh, I think we want to zoom past the guards on the wall, right, as they're looking out, and then they see the approaching caravan. Wariv, the caravan leader, uh, is coming in with all of these, with this long train of lizards, uh, bringing finished goods from the other ten towns and uh, from Tyr, and um, bringing them into town, right? So you guys uh, kind of receive a... A hero's welcome, you know. Everybody's everybody's excited that the the caravan has returned safely. Uh, full grin. You might have some um, some lizard man. Uh, <laughs> you might have a lizard man's arm or something, or maybe a tail over your shoulder. No, no. Uh, only the choicest bits, livers and uh, whatever <laughs> else you would Giblets? eat from a yeah from a lizard. Sweet <laughs> bread. <laughs> There you excellent. go. <laughs> excellent, excellent, excellent. Um, so you guys, uh, you guys, 
uh, a horn blows to to uh, signal that you guys aren't an enemy, and all the all the people of the village, all the villagers, come pouring out of their uh, Taldori. What is my bloody Valentine? Just because we're recording this Valentine's episode, yes, I see it's February. I see. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's a great classic movie. Also, if no one's seen it, I highly recommend it. You put more 1981 than, uh, for Corey before Corey's time. <laughs> it's literally the beginning of my time. <laughs> uh, so the 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 children of the town uh, come out, uh, you know, to see you guys, and the the women uh, who are grinding. Uh, grubs into uh, flour and stuff uh, come out and uh, everybody comes to, to see you guys as you pull in and people are helping unpack the um, wagons. And Wariv introduces the people of the town ah, to Morphid and her bodyguard, Horgan. Um, and he's like, Horgan, Horgan, Horgan. That's all he ever says. Um, he was going to be mute, but somebody decided that it'd be funnier if he only said his name. Um, and um, he pays each of you 100 ceramic pieces, which is your uh, your pay for helping protect the caravan and all that. So add 100 ceramic pieces apiece to your inventory. Um Morfed, she is very happy to meet the people of the village, and honestly, she is um, very interested in the ways of the people of Fort Wayne. Um, she is, she it is wonderful to meet you all, and uh, she, um, you know, is introduced to a bunch of people around the village, and so on and so forth. Um, so each of you. Uh, has a chance to go to your um, your own little personal nest, hut, uh, place of residence there in Fort Wayne. So uh, I want to get an idea of where each of you stay, what your little apartment, room, cave, ledge uh, looks like. Uh, Darok, uh, l- let's start with you. Uh, so, so you're a you're a druid. You're kind of an outsider a little bit. Do you have a uh, do you have a bed in town, or do you like sleep out on the on the mountainside somewhere? Yeah, I like to be as as in real life. I like to be near by myself. So uh, I'm going <laughs> to be in a, in a, yeah, outside. Yeah, side of town. Okay. All right. So um, uh, so you kind of. So the the fort is kind of built into this sort of rock face, right? So the camera shows you climbing up, up, up in, uh, among the rocks, you know, and uh, there's a there's a few uh, savage goats of the wastelands up there, and um, the uh, the savage vultures of the wasteland kind of give you a give you the side eye as you're climbing up. You know, they have antennas sticking out and all this stuff. And you just kind of nod to them and, you know, give them a little fist bump. And they're like, oh, okay, all right, it's Darok. And you finally get up to this little ledge where you like to sit and look out over the desert and and watch the sunrise and all this stuff. Um, And uh, I don't know, you've got some... What what do you you have up there? What do you do with your time when you're not... uh, When you're not adventuring? I'm mostly just reading. Easy. 
no, thank you. Sorry, go ahead. I'm mostly just reading. I have a couple books up there, you know. Uh, scrolls? Scrolls, okay. Ah, yes, scrolls. yes, 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 yes. And, okay. you know, just, just taking the long rest. I see, I see. Relaxing. I see. And what, uh, what, uh, what savage scrolls of the wasteland do you have? Hell, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Romance novels, philosophy oh, no, books, no. recipes. Um, Game of cactuses. <laughs> Game, of Game, of stone. Game of stones. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's better. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's better, JP. That's a lot better. Yeah. Instead of a song of ice and fire, it's just a song of fire and more fire. Uh, so you're in Game of Stones. I, I don't know how to tell your character you're in for a disappointment. Uh, I heard the last book is pretty, pretty sad. <laughs> the last scroll. The last scroll. Better. It would have yeah. been better if that last scroll had been lost in the apocalypse, to be honest. That's right. That's right. Uh, Darren, what about what about Zorus? Has he got a girlfriend? Has he got a a, a pet pit bull? What has he got? I think uh, Zorus keeps it pretty simple. He probably has been used to living with guys his whole life. He probably bunks with a lot of the uh, the other soldiers who are in town. Maybe kind of at a, wherever a, a barracks is. He's not a big material possession guy. Weapons and someplace okay. to sleep that night. But he's not really tied to a particular place. So. Um, so I'm picturing the uh, the gym from Rocky, right, where Burgess Meredith is 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 yeah. training yeah, yeah, Rocky, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> oh, so yeah. it's this it's this worn out. Uh, everything in there, you know, has has seen a lot of use. You got these practice dummies and stuff that are just burlap sacks filled full of gravel, um, and <laughs> the 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 um, the the hardcore training guys, you know, are there. They're happy to see you. I, I'm suddenly picturing a, a Fred Flintstone where all the weights are just like round rocks, right? With this rocks. stick in between and guys yeah. are like bench pressing rocks and stuff. I love it. I love it. And so do you have, um, you go to the kind of locker room area. Do you have like trophies from your days as a gladiator or do you have some kind of uh, a pennant or anything from from your gladiator days i think he the, the zorus would keep it real simple he might have you know a, a, a necklace that had uh, you know a couple of things on it but he does travel light as an escape kind of slave you you really wouldn't uh, hold on to a lot of material stuff he's it's probably a cot in the back of that room and maybe a couple of things, but a lot of times just what he could wear or what he could hang on to that you didn't go back to places a lot. And we're on the road anyway. I like it. I like it. Chaka. Mm-hmm. What's, uh, what's Chaka's uh, nest situation? Chaka's nest is uh, kind of altitude, you know, like a cave opening or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That- yeah, that so can only be uh, only be reached by prodigious leaping. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking like Land of the Lost, you know, where they're out there in that cave opening, which is right about you know, Tyrannosaurus height, uh, <laughs> head height, right? Because that head was excellent. always right there. Excellent, right. excellent. So and this is around the other side from where Darok <laughs> is, like on his ledge, right? Yeah, yeah, pro- probably so. Yeah, okay. He kind of likes the, uh, the the solitude, you know, but. You wouldn't know it to look at him or her 
because we haven't established the sex with uh, with Chaka, right? Mm-hmm. Or him or her. But um, but he's he or she um, has a bonsai tree. That's that's what he spends his time doing is is maintaining his bonsai tree. I love it. I love he doesn't it. sleep. You know, being a man. Tadori maintains her bonsai tree also. Whoa! That's, whoa! <laughs> whoa! Hey! <laughs> okay, okay. Anyway, you were saying. Okay, so so um, so is is he also got like a pair of chopsticks where he's like trying to catch a desert fly of the wastes, or just oh oh, the- oh yeah, naturally at, when 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 he's at home resting, he's like Susie Homemaker. All right. All right. He's got an apron. Yeah, I got a little flowery apron. Okay. All right. I love it. I love it. Uh, What about Taldori? Uh, Taldori is a is a wastelander, and she's used to solitude and uh, poor Gwalish lifestyle. So she's just uh, she doesn't have any possessions. She has no weapons or inventory to speak of. Maybe like a pouch, and she just. she can sit anywhere, be comfortable anywhere, and squalor. Or um, she feels uncomfortable if the room's too nice. Um, uh-huh. She's always she's always kind of dirty, kind of like she's lived on the streets of New York too long. You no, know? um, so she just she just curls up on a on a bench. She curls up on a rock somewhere and sleeps every night. Whatever's there, yeah. Room. And she's with her with her class and her background. She's. Uh, um, always very um, inward thinking and looking and, you know, she doesn't speak a lot and she's always just trying to, she's, she's talking to herself and to other people in her mind. Um, Not literally um, Mm -hmm. figuratively. She's like talking to uh, maybe her great old one trying to figure out who, what, when, where, because she's still kind of trying to piece everything together. Ah, Okay. Trying to talk to voices, like it. All right, so she's uh, she's kind of a uh, uh, she's kind of a uh, sleeping in the subway <laughs> with her hair all matted with with, with yep. filth, and she's like exactly, <laughs> and she's like, oh, the A train does the A train is four minutes late. Oh, the A train is four minutes late. Well, no, except she see, she doesn't speak it out loud. She talks to the voices in her head, in her head. Right. Because she right, doesn't right, speak right. a lot, so yeah. So yes, in her head, that's what it's like. around. Yes, yes. All right. Like the fantasy life we're indulging in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Fulgrim, you want to you want to keep the antisocial, uh, uh, what do you call it, a full house, uh, straight flush? Do you want to keep the antisocial straight flush going? Uh, hey, there are other people in the gym. That's right, friends. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. Um. No, uh, Fulgren actually would love to be social, but um, you know, I think I would think that the the villagers are still maybe a little, if not off put. I mean, he is a halfling, and they're not. You know, there's probably still some leftover fear sure. that he's going to eat them. Um, which You're is a not cannibal. Not a not, not not a completely not a unfounded fear. Yeah, not a completely unfounded <laughs> right. fear. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's never eaten anyone. From the village, right? Um, but see, yeah. see, the fact you have to qualify who you've eaten is where the concerning part comes in. From the village, from the village, that didn't deserve yeah. it. 
<laughs> that you know of um, that didn't deserve yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so he. That you would miss. Right. Yeah. So um, he is probably uh, he, he's got a I'm, I'm thinking like a desert version of a witch's hut kind of out on the just right on the edge of town. Like he'd like to be in town, but, you know, he, he wants people to be comfortable where, where he is. So um, I imagine it, it's made mainly of uh, of bone mm-hmm. and like bones of large creatures uh, and uh, like tarps. Um, and he's got lots of uh, like hanging bone charms, like carved bones. Oh, I love it. Like uh, wind, wind chimes, but made of bone. Yeah. So he's I sitting alone it. at the cafeteria table, looking across the people he wishes were his friends. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't or, understand or, why, or that he wishes he could eat. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He doesn't want to eat people that you know. It, it's not like he can't eat other things. He eats other things. He just you know he likes to eat his his enemies. Exactly. None of these people are his enemies. So. <laughs> so I think. Um, I think uh, some of the um, some of the tribe children, right, of a certain age, like dare each other to uh, get close enough to your hut to like shake one of the bone wind chime things and then run away and stuff and yeah. see whether or not you stick your head out and everything. Um, but I, I think there are definitely some people in the village that 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 like and trust you, you know. Um, it, it's it's not everybody. It's it, you know there's there's going to be a few people in the village that uh, that see you as an asset. Um, I mean, actually, all of you, even Chaka, you know, are respected in the village for your your martial prowess and uh, your abilities as uh, as fighters and defenders. So um, so a couple days go by. Uh, Zorus, you're you're practicing with your um, with your gouge and learning how to hit them on the on the in stroke and the out stroke, uh, Chaka, you you went to uh, two attacks around also, didn't you? I did. Okay, all right. So you're you're practicing with your bow and with your whatever that thing is that your uh, your that's savage that's staff of the wastelands. Um, yeah. Oh, and Fulgrin, you you yeah. as well, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're practicing. Yeah, I'm, I'm practicing to like a, a bola, like mm-hmm. using two bolas at one time to try and uh, trip up the kids that are <laughs> get off my lawn. You know, all of I that. love it. Two bolas at one time at your size is tricky, man. <laughs> Maybe it's just in, in in quick succession. I mean, you know, yeah. I've seen I've seen crazier things. Uh, Taldori unlocks some new um, psionic powers. What? Uh, Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I'll tell you that she's working on that. Because um, I didn't get the memo in the last 12 seconds uh, of the passing closing credits. Uh, um, uh, so uh, she's working okay. on it. But Okay. All right. All right. She's, she's de- even now, even now, she's looking deep within herself. Uh, That's right. For new, new levels of power. So a couple days go by uh, and you guys are, are adapting back to village life and, you know, uh, all the all the goods are getting distributed and everything else, and then you guys receive word through the grapevine that Persephone, the village elder, Persephone, the village elder, uh, 
wants to meet with the five of you, right? Um, so late one evening after the, uh, after the uh, evening, evening gruel is served and the, uh, I think, um, I think Darok might uh, lead the villagers in little um, like ceremonies of thanking the desert for this bounty and, you know, not that there's that much bounty, but, you know, we, we haven't <laughs> starved. Um, so I think I think you're, you're kind of the um, Groundhog Day, you know, on Groundhog Day, the guy with the top hat and the, you know, I think that's you. I think you lead the village in little uh, Thanksgiving ceremonies. What do you think? Sure. Sounds good. <laughs> Or, right. or I could be like I could be like the old guy in Karate Kid too that's sitting there, you know, playing the little musical music. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You could even you could even do like the like the Catholic priest used to do where you're doing the service in a language no one understands and everybody just yeah. knows when to stand up and kneel back down sure. and stand back up yeah. and clap twice <laughs> and then Okay, so after that after that the sun the sun is set everybody's done the the little the little um Simon says ceremony and then you guys go back into the rocks <laughs> Darren what's wrong man you got a look on your face like you do not want to go meet the village elder you're like or is it cuz you can't see No I'm just No I'm just uh my internet speed is slow and I'm trying to see if I can fix something so Oh okay 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 um sorry So you got concentration face my bad she doesn't know. It's fine. Uh, she uh, Persephone doesn't doesn't come out of her her cave very often, right? Um, the different uh, different village elders and and leaders and stuff in the community go in there and meet with her, um, and so you guys are summoned, and uh, you go back through these caves and down these steps, and the the wind is kind of moaning weirdly through the rocks, and there's little. Uh, there's little uh, cactus oil lanterns every 15 feet or so. It's dark and kind of creepy. And uh, her acolyte, which is this uh, young girl, right? Uh, you know, is standing there, and and she kind of she kind of greets you with a bow, and and leads you back into uh, Persephone's sanctum. And there's the smell of incense wafting through the air. There's kind of a beaded curtain that you have to push aside to get in there. And there she is, and she's seated on this. Um, it's like a stone chair that was, like, built into it. But they've, like, put all these cushions and, and exotic silks and stuff uh, to build her up kind of this throne. And she's sitting there, and uh, she nods She nods sagely at you guys in welcome back from your long travels adventurers how went your travels it went very well thank you for asking uh, word has reached my ears that the giants of the ringing mountains are behaving strangely. So, 
you guys may remember you were in yeah we avoided that trail <laughs> you guys are in the village of nightstone uh these are the ringing mountains over here yep. beyond tier uh she says, word has reached my ears that the, that the giants of the ringing mountains are behaving strangely. Uh, Fulgren will step up since uh, he's from the, the mountains. And uh, he'll, so he'll first pull out a, um, he's made a, a gift for uh, Persephone. Persephone. That is a uh, it's a hollowed out, um, like femur bone, ah. and he, he's made he's made like, like a cut the top off and then made like a groove in it, and it's uh -huh. a so it, it's an incense stick burner, so she ah. can put it in there. It'll catch all the ash. You are most kind, Fulgrin. She sets it to the side. Uh, no problem. You know, we we had uh, we had some of those to go around, so uh, you know, extra bones. Always like ah. to make. I know you like your uh, your sweet smells. Yes, bring <laughs> a bong next time. Oh, like oh did, yeah, like you did last year. I got much use out of that. So tell me about the giants. Um, we we did uh. We did notice that they were, uh, they, they attacked the, the village of uh, Nightstone and, uh, and stole the, I guess, Nightstone from it. Did you see? Right. Yep. Did you see these giants yourselves? Uh, no, just, uh, just trace tracks and traces of them. And we, we were told by the, the villagers that that's, that, uh, that's who did it, and we we saw big giant boulders in in town from that had been thrown in. Uh, this is not their way. They are not known for attacking the settlements of the great alluvial sand wastes for many generations. We have coexisted in peace with him. I have heard stories that in days of ancient past, they ruled over all these lands as far as the eye can see. So... <laughs> uh, you well, go ahead. Do do you, um, Elder? Do you do you know anything about this nightstone that they that they took? Is, is it something from the old times that maybe was they think is theirs, or they they feel is theirs, and they were retrieving it? Uh. It is funny you should ask, Fulgrin, because I don't know a damn thing about it. I rolled a two. 
<laughs> but I am still gravely concerned. Tell me, are you planning on attending the Karakara Fair next week, uh, in two weeks? Uh, by the way, you guys are planning on attending the Karakara Fair in two weeks, <laughs> in case you didn't know. Oh, yep, sure, yep, yeah, we sure are. That's our next stop, I think. Excellent. I wouldn't miss it. I uh, implore you to gather what rumors you can. The people of Karakara live closer to the giants than most villages of the Ten Towns. They may know much that we do not. <laughs> Madam, you said, Madam, you said that we've lived in peace with the giants for many years. So do you think the problem is the giants themselves or is somebody controlling them? Your question shows great insight, Druid. Indeed, I am concerned that some force may have stirred up the giants into acting in this peculiar way. Of course, the attack against Nightstone could have been much worse. If the giants wanted, they could have killed them all. Still, it is a matter of concern. I am trusting you to gather rumors in Karakara, but be discreet. We don't want to arouse unnecessary panic. I, I can I would, count I would on say, the um, five of you for discretion? I, I would say discreet is Absolutely. our middle name, but it is not. <laughs> they don't call us the discretionary <laughs> uh, for nothing. <laughs> middle name is Finesse. Thank you very much. <laughs> Um, the at uh, Nightstone, there were also uh, warplings, warplings that attacked. Uh, do they have you ever known of them to work with giants, or were were they just being opportunistic? That's a big word for me to use. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I picture him going. <laughs> 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 um, you keep using that word. Listen, um, I would be very surprised if the Warplings were cooperating with anyone. They are creatures of chaos and madness. No, I do not think so. By the way, I understand you guys fought some lizard folk on the way back. Good work driving them off. Yes, we, we did. They, 
If you want to call it a fight. Yeah. <laughs> one, 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 of my fav- one of my favorites. Tastes like chicken. Mm. You realize that she is nodding off as you guys as you guys talk. <laughs> Do you guys leave? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Ba, ba, ba. Oh wait! Before you go. <laughs> <laughs> she wakes up suddenly. <laughs> yeah, she literally does that. <laughs> I did not dismiss you. Before you go. <laughs> Here. And she reaches in between these cushions and she pulls out a folded uh, piece of parchment. Um, which one of you, I know charisma is every, oh no, Darren, you have the highest charisma, right? Because you're a gladiator. Uh, uh, 12. 12. Uh, 12. Okay. 12, I'd say. 12. And, that is the, uh, and that is the best of the whole party, I take it? Oh, yeah. What about We're Taldori? A Does Taldori have a good charisma? Taldori has a wonderful charisma. What is it? 18. She has an 18 charisma. Well, hell. Yes. Okay. The, well, the note. She doesn't I, let I secede my role. <laughs> I, I acquiesce my role as the finesse of charisma. No, no, because, because he specifically decided he wanted to create a character who hardly ever talks and has no interpersonal skills. You know, the, the nappy hair is just a rouge, you know, and the, and the dirt on the face. It's all just a rouge. It's not rouge. It is a rouge. A Any, anytime you want to step in on and you know help on a negotiation or something, you just let us know. I will. All right. Well, in that case, uh, Darren, the the letter is for Zorus, um, but it, uh, it it it's intended for all of you. So you guys has have of course been to Caracara City Fair before, and uh, Rodar the Rat. Old Rodar the Rat. She's um, she's a junk dealer, kind of in the in the town of Caracara. Um, she has a reputation for luckily finding uh, interesting objects and selling them at a profit. Um, uh, and sounds like our kind of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, she sent you guys a. She sent you guys a message telling you to try to try to get to town a few days early for um, for the fair. She wants to talk to you guys about something. That's all it says. It's like, you know, want to talk to you guys. If you guys can get to the fair a couple days early, that would be great. Now, then, when, when, sorry, when, when we go to the fair, because we've been there before, mm-hmm. and I assume it's a yearly kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, is this something where we travel with the caravan? Does the caravan go, or this is our own little thing that we do? Now, you guys, you guys just go to the fair. Uh, the caravan goes to Caracara at a different time. This is okay. just like a little trek that you guys make. A few other people from the town probably go as well. Um, this is a road trip. <laughs> it is. It's a road trip. It's uh, you know every year uh, people come from various towns and villages to this fair. Um, it's the main Caracara is like a tourist town, you know. Yeah, going to Vegas, baby. Go meet some girls. Vegas, baby. Pretty much, pretty much. What happens in Caracara? All right then. Okay. So, uh, a few more days pass, um, and uh, 
Can I take it for granted that you guys are gonna are gonna make your way to the fair? Is that what happens next? Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah we're good. Meet me, meet me in Cara Cara. Mm-hmm. Like Mimi so, in St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Morphid and Hergen want to come with. Whoop, want to come with you guys. Um, let's uh, let's roll for a random encounter as you guys travel across the the open wastes. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm distracted by y'all's chat. Um, for the sake of, uh, for the sake of campaign continuity, let's, let's try this, the, um, what do you call it? The Drakenheim way. Everybody roll a d20 and let me know if anybody gets a one. Oh, that'll be me. <laughs> right? Normally. Close. Nine. Three. Uh, eight. eight. Darren, what'd you get? Give us a hand gesture. <laughs> Five. Four. Ten. Yeah, four. 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 Okay, four. All right. I think we need to write Congress or get get something started in Congress to, like, work on these rural internet, you know, things for half of our party here. I mean. Should be, should be, should be better options. Should be provided for everybody. I know, it's, right? a, it's It's a human right, right, to have stable internet. Well, maybe someday they'll get they to it. dug up my front yard all summer to put in the new internet, and then now we're charging a, an egregious amount for it. So and now lovely. they say you're not, it's not available in your area. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, as you guys are uh, are heading out to Kara Kara with these two, oh, what, uh, I did a Russian accent for Morphid. Is this right? Don't everybody speak at once? I'm... I'm pretty sure Morfed is very interested in the ten towns. She wants to learn much more. Um, so Darren Zorus is still being uh, is still being secretive about his pew pew gun and his Bluetooth uh, focus, right? Pew pew. Yep. Okay. All right. Yes. So as you guys are traveling, although we may want to we may want to talk to this junk dealer about it, though, right? Ah. Uh, uh, Rodor the rat. Uh, Rodor the rat would be the perfect person. Um, as you guys are traveling, uh, you do see an area where a bunch of clovas, uh, which are basically edder caps of the savage wastes, uh, have set up an ambush, which is like a sort of a sand pit with a bunch of um, webs and stuff around it, right? Um, but fortunately, you don't fall into the trap uh, because a a passing uh, purple worm has has fallen in, and they're kind of swarming all over it and trying to poison it enough that it uh, that it stops thrashing and smashing them. So you guys see this whole fight taking place at a distance, but manage to avoid it. All right. So on the second day, you guys arrive at Caracara. Um, which is basically a C-shaped um, village, uh, kind of up against the the hills that lead into the mountains there, and um, all of their uh, all of their buildings are basically um, like teepees and tents. Everything is basically canvas over uh, some kind of frame. Right. 
Some of them would be like the the rounded frames made out of some crazy uh, desert dinosaur, right? Where they take the rib bones and they set them up and then they put a, a canvas thing along it to create a sort of a longhouse. Um, and some of them are just more conventional sort of tents and teepees. Uh, and that backs up against the hills. So you guys arrive in town. You know a few people around town. Um, I assume you're asking about Rodor the Rat? Rodor. Um, you find out pretty quick, Rodar is, uh, hasn't been seen in a few days in town. Uh, but you are approached, <coughs> approached, you are approached, uh, by a tall, slender woman in colorful, fashionable clothes. Her hair cut short and a, uh, uh, a mace at her belt. This is Marta, who is one of the, uh, one of the town elders. Uh, so you would notice um, the town is in the process of preparing for the fair, obviously, right? So picture in your mind uh, like the big top has come to town and they're, they're in the process of setting up, right? So there's people carrying around bundles of sticks and people who are painting signs and uh, uh, the juggler is practicing and the uh, the bearded woman, well, that wouldn't be that weird in Athos. The, uh, <laughs> the guy who hammers nails into his own skull, you know, all these, all these, uh, it's a, it's a carnival setting up kind of atmosphere. Uh, and uh, Marta approaches you. Um, everybody, everybody roll a, a D20 for me. I got five. Seven. Sixteen. Eighteen. Uh, Fourteen. Chaka, uh, Judge Marta feels the, the most comfortable speaking to you. She's had good interactions interactions with you in the past. And uh, and so she comes right up to you. Uh, I assume you I assume you establish a telepathic bond with her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa there, Missy. <laughs> yeah, it's a little too close. <laughs> no, uh, she 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 knows about your boundaries. She knows about your boundaries, um, and she doesn't care. She's a she's a close talker. <laughs> yeah, bit of a close talker. <laughs> it's better than a low talker because those are the worst. I have permanent she, hearing loss. Did she uh, sidle up to him first, Sidler? Uh, <laughs> She saddled up to him, just crawled right on his back, and you're ready to go. <laughs> All right. So, so she comes up to you, and and um, she she grabs you like your uh, your secondary hands. You know, mm-hmm. she she like takes one of your she takes hold of one of your <laughs> secondary hands. hands. And she's like, That's right. "Oh, Chaka, I'm so glad you're here. Oh my goodness. Um, listen, uh." And she kind of looks around. Can we talk in private, like you and your friends? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think what's going to happen is the the dry queen is going to relay how uncomfortable he's feeling at the moment to um, 
to the barbarian. <laughs> who has such the barbarian has a name, Jason. Yeah, because he has such great charisma. But he's no, you mean like, me? I the really dragon is gonna be like, man, I can't handle this shit right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, Abs- like, like when you're at a party Absolutely. with your Let's wife go somewhere and she tries flatter. to, you're at a party with your wife and she tries to give you the signal that you guys need to leave, that she's like done yeah. with this, done with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he, seriously, I'm, I'm going to do that and I'm going to brush her hand off and I'm going to kind of turn the other direction. <laughs> Wait, I'll come up, I'll, I'll come up, Glenn, and like offer my arm and said, absolutely. Let's, let's go somewhere a little quieter to where we can talk. All right, Fulgrin, do you say anything? Uh, I just give, just I, I just look at um, Chaka, Chaka, just like really. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what I do? So, uh, so she takes you, uh, she takes you aside to this tent that's being set up. Um, Um, she actually, um, she pulls you into this tent and in there is Iban. Iban. Iban Korth is a bearded, heavyset male who smells like honey wine and keeps a shield and spear close at hand. Uh, Darren, you immediately size this guy up as, uh, he could have been a gladiator. Um, in fact, he has gladiator stats. Um, and, uh... He's probably the most capable fighter in this town. Um, Marta says, um, I don't want this getting out because I don't want anything. She's still addressing Chaka, even though she's standing right next to Zora's. She's like addressing Chaka, even though you're standing in the back. She's like still talking to you. I like doing my nails. It's like- I, I, I don't, I can't afford for this to get out. This could ruin the festival. This could ruin the fair. Our prizes are being stolen. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. So your, you guys would know price. this from, from previous festivals. So let me fill you in. Um, the Dreaming Hills, which are sort of these hills that lead up into the, the Ringing Mountains from here, are famous for these weird kind of uh, trinkets and little gadgets just showing up from nowhere for years, right? Just random little little pieces of ceramic that will flash or um, make a weird yeah. sound or kind of you, you, you touch a button on it, it'll like hover in the air. Just weird little trinkets that show up in the area, right? So what happens at the Caracara Fair uh, is people come and they play the fair games, right? And uh, if they if they win enough tickets, then they get they get some of these little trinkets. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's the that's the background information you guys would know. During the year, people go out into the hills and collect these weird random trinkets, and then they are the they are the prizes that people are competing for in the character thing. Yeah, someone has been stealing the prizes. We're dangerously low, and the fair is only a week away. I've been Do you have any suspects? Oh. Would everybody please quit typing and start <laughs> role-playing? Is that too much to ask? <laughs> God. 
Our, you, you, realize, me. you realize our fans can't see all of this stuff. All they hear is you guys not talking or role playing. Listen, uh, I've been in charge of guarding the the um, the prizes for several seasons now, and I'm telling you, it's not the first time that somebody's tried to sneak in here, but nobody has seen anything. It's as if the thieves were invisible. I've I've tried everything I can think of to figure out who they are and how they're getting in and how they're getting out, but I'm coming up blank. Where have they taken... Where are your prizes stored? Are they under, like, lock and key, or are they just in a barrel somewhere? What is this, uh, what is this lock and key you speak of? Uh, a lock. Oh, sorry, this is, this is, uh, this is... Athos, this is the Bronze Age. There aren't any locks or locksmiths around here, okay? Uh, basically, you, you tie it down with a strap, and you tighten the strap down, and then you go, that's not going anywhere. That's how you know something's not going anywhere. <laughs> I think we've down. come to the root of your problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen. And he shows you, uh, he shows you this uh, sort of... Um, bin that uh, that they keep this stuff in and it's got a lizard skin uh, closure that he like threads up and, and tightens up real good he's like I mean I sleep in here right next to them there's no I, I can't figure out how anyone is getting past my vigilance uh, Taldori make a um, insight check a magic box <laughs> That's a natural 20 for a 21. Oh, my God. Wait, you have an 18 charisma? and Insight is, wi- Insight is wisdom based. Oh, is it? Okay. All right. Yeah, see, Glenn, well, some of us read the rules. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> um, these guys aren't in here with you. Um, so, so I told you he smells of hell wasp honey wine. So, like... The, the, the alcoholic content of his breath as he says, I can't figure out how anyone could be getting past my vigilance. Like, just the, just the content of his breath nearly knocks you over. Um, and, uh, and uh, yeah, Marta's, Marta's just shaking her head. It's like, it's a mystery. Is, um... Have they have they taken anything else or just the trinkets? Nothing else has gone missing. The prizes, the prizes, the prizes. <laughs> um, uh, Marta says uh, says no. Nothing else is that that we know of has gone missing. Except maybe the honey wasp alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's all accounted for. Trust me. Now, when you say you sleep in here, like. Like you sleep or you are unconscious in here. <laughs> uh, I don't know exactly what you're trying to imply. Are you saying you don't think I'm a decent guard? I was telling you, this isn't the first time someone's tried to steal something up out of here. And I've caught them every time before. I'm telling you, there's something preternatural going on this time. I guess I guess it's possible. Have you been drinking more lately? Damn. Uh, uh, <laughs> look, 
I can quit anytime I want, okay? I don't have a drinking problem. I drink, I get drunk, I fall over, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> but listen. I've got a down pat. Well, maybe. Listen, smart guy. Maybe we should. If, 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 how do you explain that no one has seen who it is coming into the town or going out of the town? Explain that to me, because I can tell you one thing for certain. Marta and I have checked everybody's huts, and it's no one in town. Is that... Do I I feel like he's telling the truth when he said that? (laughs) I don't know. Do you feel like he's telling the truth? Go ahead. Insight check, check. Fulgren. Go ahead and roll an insight check. Use charisma. Use your charisma. No. (laughs) (sighs) This is what I have to deal with, viewers. This is, this is the treatment I get for all the hard work I put in. You feel like he's telling the truth. They've definitely turned this town upside down uh, looking for these trinkets and had no luck. Has, has this been happening like every night? Uh, every two or three nights. Maybe, uh, maybe you now, just need new... I told you no one has seen anyone coming or going, but... Uh, Fudge crackers. Uh, somebody Fudge did crackers. report seeing some tracks, and I'm gonna tell you who that is right now. Uh, it's the helpful sisters, uh, Ali, Ali and Cory, Ali, A L L I E, and Cory, C O R I. They say that out back of their hut they saw some tracks leading out into the desert. Um, but by the time uh, we got there to check them out. They were uh, gone. The tracks, not Ali and Cory. They're still there. <laughs> is, there is there anything particular out that way? Out, you know, out in the desert in that direction? Um, I mean... You got him. You stumped him, Fulgren. Well, you're supposed to go talk to them. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> how about, how about I suggest we go talk to them? Um... Okay, you guys go and talk to Allie and Corey. Uh, they've got this... Um, they basically have set up uh, what amounts to an inn for people who are visiting the uh, fair. So it's empty right now. Uh, is, that, is that like a fair B&B? He shoots scores from deep. Nice. That, 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 yeah, yeah nice. I'll tell you what. That's from, that's from long range, that was. Uh, listen, um, if you listeners, if you feel like the party should try to treat me a little better, uh, please, please let them know in the comments for this video. Uh, you know, give us a like, give us a subscribe, and uh, if you want to find out what they what they learn at the fair B and B, join us next time on Eleven Football. <laughs>